so um, Jesus is our satisfactory person. I mean, he's what's going to bring satisfaction to us. John 6.35 said, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall not thirst. Hmm. And um, our, our thirst or our needs are going to get met when we come to him who is the bread of life. Hello, this is Michael, the producer of the Redeemed Hearts podcast, where we encourage you to allow God to transform you mentally, emotionally, and relationally by living from your redeemed heart. Your hosts, Worley and Danina Kennedy, are licensed professional counselors and are the founders of Redeemed Hearts Ministries. Welcome to episode nine. Today, Worley and Danina are joined by Danina's sister and fellow counselor, Amy Soderquist. This is the final episode of a three-part series on chasing freedom a biblical understanding of our longings and the problem of idolatry. Here's Worley and Danina. Welcome back to our third podcast that we're doing with my sister, Amy Sotoquist, who's a licensed professional counselor in Northwest Arkansas. We've been looking at a series that she had written and presented called Chasing Freedom, where we've taken a look at idolatry. And I was thinking, Worley, that one of the things that... um, we should probably tell our audiences that you and I are both counselors today really because of Amy, a work that God started in her. And then as a result of her visiting with you, you ended up going to graduate school and then I followed you there. And then as a result of that, I ended up being challenged to, you know, why, why would I not consider also doing counseling? So really, thank you, Amy. (laughs) Yeah, really good story um, that we won't go into all the details today, but how God worked in Amy's life and, and uh, really brought, brought us to the place that we went on to school. And now here we are some 30 years later, close Mm -hmm. to that. So uh, we all um, are, Continuing this series, as Danina mentioned, on chasing freedom. I do want to mention as we get going here, we've had some technical difficulties. We're actually recording. We're in Arkansas, but we're not in our normal place. And so if that, if there's anything on our podcast that's not quite right, it could be because of that. But uh, good information. And so we're just glad to bring it to you. In our first two podcasts, we covered the the first time, uh, what is idolatry, what does that mean? And then how does it impact our lives? And then in the last podcast, we talked about settling into to understand ourselves and God. And we did that by looking at the Enneagram and the numbers there and how they might each apply to to us. And so today we're going to, Amy's going to take us through and just talk to us about, well, what do we do about it? What, what, what difference does it make to know all this information? How does it apply to us? And so once again, thank you, Amy, for bringing this information to us and just lead us through it. Yes, yeah, so I, I do often ask myself the question after you hear a teaching and it's it's full of information, so now what? What do you do with the information? Because knowledge um, by itself is just is just knowledge and so we need the application we need some intentionality that's lived out based on that knowledge and so to ask yourself so what or now what do I do with this information becomes very important and so we're going to walk through just um, three different steps or three different ways to shed idols and to recognize those idols and to be able to um, find freedom from them and that is through recognizing remembering and relying on God's word 
And so first and foremost, we want to recognize an idol for what they really are. They're a lie. They're a lie from Satan saying that if you chase after this, uh, you will find freedom. And it's no different than uh, Eve in the garden when Satan said, if you eat of this fruit, you will become like God. And we continue to fall to that same lie that there's something that we are missing that this earth has to offer that will give us some sort of freedom. And so 101 of counseling is really catching yourself in what you're doing and being able to name that unhealthy thing. And so um, recognizing the idol for the lie that it is and catching yourself chasing after counterfeit um, things to try to meet that need is, a, is an important first step. And don't you think that some of, I mean, when God's word talks about how much we need each other, and that's a lot of what counseling is, um, but it happens just in friendships and community where we, um, I mean, we all need to sometimes just talk about our life and have somebody else help us recognize, you know, things that are going on um, that we don't really see. Because uh, I was thinking about the fact that, um, you know, idols do just as you said, they promise freedom, but they really bring us uh, captivity. They put us in bondage, and I mean, there are times in my life that I wouldn't have recognized, you know, what was really um, causing captivity apart from somebody else yeah, pointing and, that out. And sometimes it's the, the misery that comes with the false. Um, yes. The, the, the idols don't deliver. Our idols don't deliver. And so out of that misery can... Maybe it's impacted you and I in, in our relationship. And so you're pointing something out to me uh, about myself. And then all of a sudden I realize, well, no, what I was doing that I thought was actually for you in, in the end may have been for me. And there are the idols exposed. So to, to have somebody else mm-hmm. to help us. And that's what the body of Christ is about. Mm-hmm. And so whether or not we do this in a marriage or whether we do this with friends or maybe you call a counselor who helps you to think through these things, this is a very necessary, important uh, part of dealing with, with our hearts. And often I was just thinking, Amy, um, don't you think sometimes our emotions are the things that really reveal you know, our false gods, like when I'm really, really angry about something or, you know, maybe I'm really, really sad about something or I'm really fearful, like those emotions that when they're kind of out of control and in an extreme, sometimes that exposes, you know, where I've looked at to find find life, to find um, satisfaction, but that false god isn't coming through for me. Yes, I do think so. Um... And when we just, you know, place emotions really on the forefront of wanting to feel good, it, it causes us to chase after things that are a lie or going to breed dissatisfaction mm-hmm. um, when we're just trying to silence that emotion also or to not feel it. And, yeah. you know, just to even comment there and recognizing idols, sometimes it's even the lack of emotion. Sure. You know, not feeling something that I should, not being happy. You know, I've seen clients over the years who would come in and say, I'm just not happy. And, you know, we, we, we explore several different things that might be leading to that. But sometimes it is the fact that their idolatry is getting in the way of just enjoyment or joy that God's intended for, for them. So...
So one is recognizing idols are a lie from Satan, promising something that they can't deliver. And then two is remembering um, the source of our satisfaction. Idols mm -hmm. increase dissatisfaction. And so we stay stuck on the cycle that I talked about in the second podcast as far as just staying stuck on chasing after temporal things that are just going to leave us dissatisfied. Um, makes me think about the passage in Revelations that says, don't forget your first love. We, we, our hearts have to come back and be realigned with Christ. Psalm 16, 4 says, troubles multiply for those who chase after other gods. And so um, Jesus is our satisfactory person. I mean, he's what's going to bring satisfaction to us. John 6, 35 said, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger and whoever believes in me shall not thirst. Mm -hmm. And um, our, our thirst or our needs are going to get met when we come to him who is the bread of life. It goes on to say in Psalms 107.9 that he satisfies the longing of our soul. And the hungry soul he fills with good things. Hmm. And um, Which is so great that it's, you know, our souls are hungry. That's why we end up looking, you know, for these yes. false gods but I mean that's saying that he he wants to fill it with good things I mean God's not a killjoy who doesn't want us to enjoy good yes. good things in life and that he's the creator of that longing and that's what brings us back to him mm -hmm. but so often we want to take the shortcut and choose the counterfeit mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so then three is just to rely on God's word it's there. There is a moment we have to pause and recognize what's going on inside of us and, and then turn to God's word and turn to his truth and um, what he has to say in regards to our needs. And, um, you know, I, as we've kind of mentioned before, there, there are some idols that some of us have dealt with for years. And it is going to take some serious power to remove those. And Christ is our source and our strength to help us remember how to turn towards him and to get back in his word and um and i think it's remembering that that christ breathes life into us and so by sitting with him in his word or in prayer or even with fellow believers who speak his truth to us uh we can um get refocused and head in a direction that that is free and and, and i think you've used the word intentional uh, with us either when we've talked about it or even perhaps today is You've talked about this and if you're older and you haven't thought through this before uh, then then it very well is going to take some some serious power to remove and God's spirit is that power uh, but as we've encouraged in our last podcast um, you have to think you have to you know examine and you have to expect that this this can take a little time be a little bit painful um, as the emotions are sorted through. Um, so to be intentional about it is, um, I mean, it's, it's just going to be what it takes. So we encourage people uh, to, to not be afraid of that um, and your directness towards God's word to be able to do so. So when we think about how do we rely on God's word, um, we're going to look at Isaiah 55. And um, Orly's going to read that for us. Yeah, so 55, 1 through 3, and then I'm going to read uh, verse 6. But Isaiah says, Come, everyone who thirsts, 
and he's and he's speaking for the Lord here, as the Lord commanded him to come. Everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. He who has no money, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which does not satisfy? Listen diligently to me and eat what is good and delight yourselves in rich food. Incline your ear and come to me. Hear that your soul may live. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. I think some key things, if you look that scripture up, you will see how many times it says to come and to listen. And I think those are two very key ingredients to being able to um, shed the idols that we um, get stuck in because we need God's word to fall fresh and expose that to us. And so if we come to the Lord and we ask him to show that to us and we listen, um, I mean, he's, he's going to give you a word that will help you find that freedom. And those, those two instructions are, are mentioned a lot in that passage. So, so that means that we can't rush this. It means there's got to be some, some quiet time either with certainly with the scriptures, with um, in the communion of, of prayer, maybe there's another person who's praying with us and we're talking to, um, but it can't be rushed. Um, so there, you have to be deliberate about that. And that's just not something we do very well. Uh, we, we want quick fixes. We want to rush past this. We want to feel better. And... You're not going to, we're not going to hear what the Lord has to say to us if we don't pause, listen. Well, and I was thinking that this really shows a humble spirit or a submissive spirit, even because where it says, listen diligently to me and then incline your ear and come to me. But then it says here that your soul may live. I mean, you and I can have a conversation Mm -hmm. and I can listen to you. But that doesn't necessarily mean that I hear mm-hmm. um, where I allow, you know, your words to penetrate me mm-hmm. to, you know, for me to have an open, an open heart, an open mind to really hear. So I was even thinking of the difference in those words there. Yeah. That, and and, and don't you think that so so to do that, even what we're doing with these few verses here today, we're. We're thinking about what the words mean. You've you've told us what you, you're, you're, you know, causing us to stop, think about it, chew on it, make sure we understand. And you're you're not going to hear if you're not trying to understand what is it that God's saying to us. Right. Yes. I think that's so true. And. Um... You know, another key thing in this passage is uh, in very in the very first verse, come everyone who thirsts is just a reminder that everyone mm. of us thirsts. Mm. And God has once again placed that thirstiness in mm. us to drive us back to him. So it's remembering to ask yourself, what is it that I'm thirsting for? And only if our soul is thirsty for God will we actually come to the waters mm. and drink and be satisfied. Mm. Um and so it's, it's something that everybody has to chew on. Everybody has to process. So you're not alone in your longings or in your thirstiness. It's, once again, something God created in us to draw him, us to him. And doesn't the pain and challenge in life, suffering in life, help create part of our thirst? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not as we 
we want it to be. It's not as it should be. We feel that. We we want relief. We've got this longing in us for things to to be better. To work. To be at peace. Be right. yeah. So so there's the thirst, the hunger that goes with it. Mm-hmm. And God's word's very clear. He's not going to let any false God satisfy. Mm-hmm. So he's he's very intentional in keeping us thirsty, mm-hmm. keeping us hungry. Mm-hmm. And that's why to just relieve suffering so quickly, we often shortchange and miss exactly what God's wanting us to see and, and, and wanting us to come to him for. Mm-hmm. So. And sometimes just don't you think we can just get angry mm-hmm. at God for our thirst? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so then we miss out on really hearing him and getting you know the getting that true desire that's in us met because i'm mad that you know there is so much suffering right and i think sometimes we because of our weariness of thirsting and feeling like we're always longing for something else um yeah we can get angry but i think also that can become a good place if we recognize we can come to the table with nothing Mm -hmm. and that scripture goes on to say that, that um, he who has no money, come by and eat. So, you know, when we're coming to him empty, you know, to the table with nothing and we realize that we leave satisfied, it's it's not by our own means that we have reached satisfaction. It's by what God has poured into us when we just fully surrendered at mm-hmm. his table. What a gift that God's given to us. That, and that's grace. Anybody can come. You, you don't have to bring anything with you. Yeah. Our works aren't going to make a difference. We can't pay for our sin. We can't, you know, think our way into the presence of God. We just come to Him where we are, how we are. Anybody can come. But man, what a gift. Mm-hmm. So really... Um you know, it, it's good to think about, I mean, there's a caution in this scripture saying, why do you spend your money for that which is not bread and your labor for that which does not satisfy? That would be going after the, the yeah. idols. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, and so, um, you know, we are to listen diligently. We are to incline our ear and to hear. And so once again, just to reiterate, just the importance of listening to the Lord and actually hearing him um, which I think in the fast-paced society that we live in, we create very little margin in our life mm. to sit and listen mm-hmm. to what God wants to speak to us in order to help us break free from the bondage and the places that we get stuck in. I knew somebody one time who told me that instead of keeping a prayer journal, they kept a listening journal. Mm-hmm. And I never heard of that before, but th- that where they just wrote down like daily things that they felt like they were hearing you know God through his word or through other people or just in their you know conviction of the Holy Spirit speak to them to just actually train themselves in the what you're saying that listening the being still um, part of that and I can personally say that is that is a a gift to yourself if you'll do that I think about my own journaling. Mm-hmm. I used to journal all the woes in life, and I thought, if anybody ever read this, this is very depressing. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I very much now, when I journal, it's what I hear from God, because when you go back to it and you read it, it breathes life, mm-hmm. and it energizes you, and it um, gives mm-hmm. purpose. Mm-hmm. So so I think really as we um, kind of reiterate these past three podcasts, mm-hmm. it's, it's recognizing that 
All of us thirst. All of us have longings. The danger comes when we turn our longings into idols and we chase after counterfeit gods. Things that this world would say satisfies, but they only breed dissatisfaction. Whereas if we live by the Spirit, we recognize that we have longings that God's placed in us to draw us back to Him. And so we we chase after Him, which um, stores up treasures in heaven and, and leads to satisfaction in life and not in placing all of that into circumstances. You know, those last couple of sentences that you just gave uh, is really the chart that you talked about. We're going to post that on our Facebook page. Facebook page and other social media to try to help give a picture of it. But, you know, it has a cycle to it. I mean, the chart does. And I think uh, the way our bodies are made and that, you know, we're, we're hungry and we go eat and we're satisfied. And we, if you will, have a period of peace, which, which is mm-hmm. a result of this going to the right place to the Lord to do so. And then we're hungry again and mm-hmm. we go back to the, the Lord again, and then and then life goes on, and we're healthy. Or we can shortchange that, and we can try to feed ourselves with things that are junk. Basically, maybe mm-hmm. they give us a little bit of time, but you know, if I eat too much sugar, I I get agitated after a while. I'm I'm happy for a little while. Mm-hmm. It gives me a little burst, but then after a while, I just don't feel good. And I'm not satisfied, and yet the the hunger will return. Mm-hmm. But there's no real lasting peace with it. So I, I really like the, the the way you've outlined that with your charts um, because it's a cycle that we all go through. Mm-hmm. And God intended for us to do this every day in our relationship with Him. Um, again and again and again until the day that we're, we're, we're forever at peace with them. So, very good. Any any closing comments as we would wrap up from either one of you? Thanks for having me. Yeah, I don't think so. I think we've covered it pretty well in these three. So, Amy, thanks for sharing from what you've learned and um, sharing with our audience. So. All right, very good. Thank you, and thank you, audience, for listening, and we'll just see you next time. Thank you for joining Worley and Danina today on the Redeemed Hearts podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode and are looking for more content from Worley and Danina, we encourage you to visit redeemedheartsministries.com, where you'll find blog posts, free podcast episodes, and they've just launched the Redeemed Hearts Ministries video store and subscription memberships. Worley and Danina will be putting out monthly videos that go deeper into matters of the heart with tips and tools for life and relationships. It is our hope that these videos will further help you mentally, emotionally, relationally, and spiritually as you live from your redeemed heart. And be sure to check out this month's videos on worry and anxiety. Again, visit the website to check out the different subscription levels that are available, and each video is also available for individual purchase in the video store. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in today. Please rate and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Spotify, and share this episode on social media. Please feel free to reach out and contact us through the website. God bless.